0: Listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. I am your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week, I bring you bite sized episodes packed full of tips, tricks, and advice from wedding industry experts to help simplify your wedding planning. In today's episode, I am chatting to acclaimed Sydney makeup artist, Alex Perrin. Now, we recorded this episode over Zoom in isolation, so you'll have to forgive me. There are a few crackles here and there, but Alex shares so many incredible tips and insights. We talk about how to get the most out of your wedding makeup trial, what to take with you to your trial, bridal makeup trends for the year ahead, and how to prep so that your skin is glowing on your wedding day. Alex's knowledge and her passion in this interview for making brides feel beautiful really shines through. So I hope you enjoy it and I hope you get some amazing takeaways to apply to your own wedding planning. Let's dive in. Hey Alex, welcome. Hi Jordan, thanks so much for having me. Such a pleasure. Now, when I chat to wedding professionals, I love to start right at the beginning. So tell me, how did you get started in makeup? What drew you to it? And um, in particular, what drew you to bridal makeup? So my journey
1: um, sort of kick-started with makeup a few years after I left school. When I left school, I was sort of conditioned into the mindset that to be successful and sort of get anywhere in the world is to go straight through uni and get your degree and get what they call a real job, you know, sort of be a lawyer, a doctor, something along those lines. Um, so I attempted uni, and I literally lasted three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously going into that um, that environment just did not sit well with me. It didn't resonate. So, I deferred very quickly, and my plan was just to just to start working full time and just get some life experience and just to figure out who I am as a person, working full time in a retail position sort of just like allowed me to just take control and have that independence for myself so in that job, it was um i don 't know if you're familiar or if you if you remember that um, gorgeous Australian designer called Pete Toe he had amazing yeah Nikki Hager, she had amazing like shoes and jewelry and it was a very glamorous um space to work in and with you know girls that were you know makeup and hair and yeah um you know just getting dolled up every day so that was um that was my first sort of proper job after school um so with that job i had to do my makeup every day and there was a mac store right next door to that Pepto store um so i found myself always going into mac yeah <laughs> i was literally probably probably at that store more than what i would what i should have been but um they they were really great and they were kind of like Alex like there's something in this that you really you really love and you're really passionate about like why don't you explore this so off I went and I went and got my um, certificate for in makeup and I started working at Mecca at the same time so I left Picto and within two months of doing my course I was working at Mecca that's when everything propelled in this world for me and then I stayed with Mecca for about three years And during that time, I think because I was in a management role, I wasn't really doing much actual makeup. So it kind of pulled me away from my passion um, and the creative element to like my purpose of even being there in the first place. Yeah. So I had to make a decision of what I wanted to do. And my brother um he basically sat me down one day and was like Alex if you if you really want to do this properly and like you know you you want to make something of this you need to just like take the leap of faith and just work for yourself so i did and i was like right off we go I've just got to take it with both hands and that was sort of the start and then bridal makeup that can that sort of just organically fell into place i was sort of um holding off from doing bridal makeup and then someone um emailed me one day cause I'd started my Instagram at this point and there was, you know, people started to like catch on to freelancers work on through Instagram. And mm. the girl was like, Oh, I'm, I'm getting married in a few months. And I would, I would love for you to do my wedding. Do you do weddings? Cause I wasn't advertising for weddings at that time. And so I did her wedding and I was like, this is actually amazing. And I loved it. It was so much fun. It was so special. It was just gorgeous to be a part of, of someone's wedding day. And yeah. that's literally where the bridal game started for me.
0: <laughs> and it went from there.
1: Yeah. It just escalated from there. And now bridal is like my main my main thing like that's what I'm known for and I love it and yeah
0: yeah and you mentioned your Instagram because if anyone's not checked it out, please do. You will go on this amazing rabbit hole of incredible makeup. So make sure you don't have anything urgent to do at the time because you will get absolutely lost in it. But um, from your Instagram, <laughs> I love your style. I love that you really do seem to enhance the beauty of the brides. So it's really just a fresh kind of glowing style that brings out their their own natural beauty. Is that how would you describe your style? Is that something that a deliberate approach? you take with bridal makeup
1: yeah definitely with bridal makeup my my approach is very much to really it's to capture that person's essence so when I'm doing a bridal makeup I want that person to look and feel their best for their wedding day and that's so important that it's I'm understanding who they are as a person I think yeah there's nothing more beautiful than than capturing someone's natural beauty and just enhancing enhancing that so they're comfortable. They, they look stunning. It's not like they're a different person at walking down the aisle and it's like, Oh my God, there's a different woman. Yeah, who is that? It's, it's the best. It's the best version of themselves. Yeah. That's really important to me for sure.
0: Now talk me through, cause I feel like um, when I was having my own wedding makeup, there was just so many options. There were so many choices. I had no idea what to choose from. So if a bride comes to you and she's got no idea what she would like for her, uh, for her wedding makeup, can you talk me through the process? How do you work with her? how do you kind of narrow down the style she wants so that she gets something that really is is well suited to her on the day? So I always, um, before I even meet my
1: brides um, for a trial, I always recommend to do a trial. So it allows me to meet face to face, understand who they are as a person. I want to know their story. I want to know how they met their partner. Um, I want to know everything literally about their wedding day. So I basically prepare my girls to come with as much um, information about you know even like photos of their dress photos of their hair that they're looking at doing who's doing their hair any inspiration photos of makeup that they like and no more than like I'd say four four to five photos is like the most I will (laughs) I'll look at but um, generally generally that's a really easy way for me to understand what that person's vision is because it's so overwhelming if you if you're thinking about your wedding day makeup you're like oh my god I like I just want to look amazing like I don't know what I want I just want to look brilliant like yeah <laughs> so I think I think the best thing to do and my the way that I approach it is is through images um so then from the images or the makeup particularly I can then break it down and be like okay what in this image do you like is it the eye makeup and you kind of like cover the image and work out what that person is gravitating towards whether it whether it's like the overall coloring and like how how the you know how the colours are all in harmony or if it's, um, you know, the eyes, the eye shape or like the lashes or how the brows are done or how the skin looks. It's so important that, you know, it's a really thorough consultation so you're really understanding what that person is seeing for themselves and what they what they like yes when they come for their trial they've got their images ready for me they've got a, a picture of their dress or them even at a fitting with their dress on they've got their hairstyle look that they like whether they're going to have a veil or not just all these little details When you know when it all comes together it's it's a whole look and you want it to look harmonious and it's the same you know it's in that same vibe so that's that's the best approach that i have found that's
0: worked for me really yeah, that's I love that it's, you take such a holistic approach. So it's the visuals, but it's also you want to know their story behind them and how they met and all that kind of stuff. I really do think that that all layers up to give you a complete picture of the person and the kind of style they like. Very much yeah. how I work when I'm planning and styling as well. You know, I'm, I, love, I want to know everything so that um, it all feeds into who they are and what you're creating for them on the day.
1: Well, that's right. It's it's really their day is a reflection of them as a couple and them as individuals. So if you're not capturing that, then it, there's a huge disconnect and it's just like, they they're kind of just like, well, okay, it's, it's lovely, but it's not me it's, it's all relevant. So yeah, that's really important. It's nice that you also take that approach.
0: Yeah. And one thing I do get asked a lot uh, as a planner is from brides asking how long should they allocate on the day for makeup? So what are your thoughts on that? Do you have a process of, you know, an order that you like to do bride and and the bridesmaids in what, talk me through that. So I like to, um, to allow, an hour for
1: each person. So bridesmaids, um, an hour each. Mother of the bride, an hour as well. So generally, mum will be a little bit less. Um, but then the bride, I like to allow an hour and a half. And the reason being is that on the day, if um, they're sort of you know, being pulled aside or they need a you know, drink of something in between or you know, someone's asking them something, they're constantly being interrupted. So to have that buffer period of time for their, for their time with you while, while we're doing makeup, it is important so that they we're not running late and then they're not stressed and it's sort of like everyone's on the same page Um, because they're, you know, there's, there's a lot going on in the morning. It can be a little bit tense. So yeah, I always just allow a little bit of extra time for the bride just so that she's feeling super comfortable and we're not rushed, but everyone else is generally an hour. And then I always make sure I'm asking what time the photographer and videographer are arriving if they come for the getting ready process, because generally they'll want, the bride and everyone to be fully done with hair and makeup by the time that they get there so that they can start taking photos of the girls in their robes, um, the getting ready process, you know, getting the dresses on. Um, generally, yeah, hair and makeup needs to be done by then. So I always ask that specific question and also what time the ceremony is. So then I know roughly what time I'll be heading off. Um, Cause I generally stay throughout the whole getting ready process right until yeah. they're dressed. And then we do final touch-ups and then off they go. We try and avoid getting the girls to wake up super early because they're going to be exhausted as well. So yeah,
0: that's sort of how
1: I like to run it.
0: I think it is really important. Like you said, it's nice that the bride and the bridesmaids can have a bit of a sleep in because you don't want them to hit the shampers too early, and it all just you know gets a bit um, a bit overwhelming. I think by the time it gets the time for the ceremony to begin. So yeah, it's about pacing yourself. That's right, and you don't exactly that. You don't want
1: to feel exhausted by the time that you're rolling into the ceremony, like it should be a really relaxing, gorgeous morning. Like you want to wake up, have some breakfast, wake up at a a decent hour, not at 3am, have some breakfast, have a coffee, chat with the girls. You don't want to be rushing and waking up so early and then straight into hair and makeup. And it's not, you know, it's not a nice chilled morning where you can really relax and enjoy it and be present and,
0: yeah Um, it's about the process as well you know that's what I always when I'm doing my planning I'm always like you you know you need to enjoy the planning process it's so important I I really want to give you that experience of enjoying the planning process as well as the day itself Um, and I guess the same goes for for makeup you know it's the girls you want them to feel pampered and um, to enjoy the process of getting their makeup and hair done as well as the end result that's right Mm really when it comes to bridal beauty, so it's not just what happens on the day itself. Is it You want to prep your skin and, and prep yourself in the lead up. So have you got any tips for how um, brides and bridesmaids can prep in the week leading up to the wedding so that they're looking their best on the day? So the prep, I actually recommend to start
1: prep months before. Oh, so it's okay. not just the week before. Yeah. So, So prep for me would be you're looking a few months before the wedding day. Um, reason being, especially with skin, skin is like my, my main, sort of focus and it's the most important part of the makeup. There are so many amazing treatments that you can do for your skin to just glow and look absolutely beautiful and be like really ready for me to do a gorgeous makeup on because the better condition that your skin is in, the better the makeup's going to look and it's going to last. So um, I always recommend the girls to either go and see my skin specialist or if they've already got a skin specialist that they can go and do a few treatments with then that's also fine. But my main my main treatments leading up to would be red light therapy. So it's the LED the LED light therapy. Um, so that's amazing for boosting collagen and just allowing the skin to really grow um, glow from within. So you're yeah you just look amazing and plump and youthful and you've got that really gorgeous um, glowing skin. Yeah. Um, and then depending on depending on the skin as well. Um, you know when I'm doing the trial with the bride. Um, I can kind of advise them to what sort of treatments would be really great for them, depending on what they're telling me their concerns are. So I won't just be like, oh, you need this, you need this, you need this. It's sort of like, tell me what you want your skin to look like. And um, if you have any concerns, and then I can also help you with what treatments and products I can recommend for you as well. So I think the earlier that you start your skin prep, the better, because it does take time. It's also an internal thing as well. So diet's really important. Um, skin supplements are amazing um, and there are so many amazing products available that, yeah, it's, it's actually quite fun because it's like, it's it all, yeah, it's all relevant and you just
0: feel amazing on the day. Start early. Okay, start early. I will That's let it. So let earlier all my the better finally I we're coming to an end of the episode I wanted to cover what you think that the uh, the trends are going to be for 2000 end of 2020 and into 2021 can you share with me what you think is going to be really popular for uh, the next year coming up so I've seen quite a big change in the last two years
1: with bridal makeup traditionally bridal makeup everyone thought more more and you know dark eyes and lots of liner and full contouring and, you know, just basically a full glam. Mm. Um, The more that we're stepping into, you know, a natural makeup and enhancing natural beauty, I feel like everyone's really gravitating more towards that, that style of makeup. The artists over in Israel, they've been doing amazing things. I don't know if you've actually, actually seen any of the work that's happening over there Jordan but bridal hair and makeup in Israel is like going ballistic and I've actually really resonated with that style of, of makeup so I've actually started doing very similar uh, looks and trends and techniques that they've been doing. And I've actually seen an amazing response. A lot of my brides-to-be, they're all asking for that style of makeup now. So basically what it is, is (laughs) it's beautiful glowing skin, which looks effortless, but it's Mm. polished. So in photos and in person, you look gorgeous. Because, I mean, even if you're wearing a little bit more makeup than what you're used to, like, who really cares? You just want to look gorgeous. You don't look like cakes, but... In photos and in person, you just want to look stunning from every angle. So polished skin, really nice glow, not too like shiny or dewy because it's it just doesn't last. A little bit more relaxed on contouring, so the skin's a bit it's a bit more of a natural sculpted look. Gorgeous blush in the cheeks. Eyes are slightly more sculpted in terms of like a contoured eye. So it's not as much eyeliner and not as dark with the shadows. It's more just manipulating light with contouring techniques in the eyes. Um, and individual lashes have been massive. Like I've never used more individual lashes in my life. Just okay. going, going the other way. But um, yeah, I think just naturally, naturally enhancing, but really gorgeous, polished, neutral look. So I think everyone's sort of leaning more towards that now, which is really great. I'm loving wow. it. <laughs> That's great.
0: That's beautiful. I'll have to check it out. Well, thank you yeah. so much for joining me today, Alex. There's been so many little gems of, um, of info and advice in there that um, I know that our brides and um, bridesmaids are going to find so beneficial. So thank you so much for joining me. If brides do want to find out more about you, where can they reach you? Um, so i
1: quite accessible in terms of how you can contact me. So there's Instagram um, and I take any inquiries through my website or um, email. So Whichever, whichever way people like to access me, I'm so open to anyway but yeah
0: and I will thank pop, you so much um, for having me a link to your website and to Instagram in the show notes so make sure you check that out thank you Alex it's been so wonderful um, and like I said I will pop your contact details in the show notes so that um brides can get in touch with me well that brings an end to this week's episode of plan style do I hope you have enjoyed it if you have please jump on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review so that other brides and grooms can find out about us I am Jordan